Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yep, that's the uh, new theme song. We uh, switched to that last week after decades and decades of play that funky music, white boy. And uh, one of the reasons I like to play it is because my buddy Jeff digs the song and he turned me on to it. And I just, I love it. That's one of my psych songs. Anyway, uh, it I mean, not psychotic songs. I mean, like my fight song, you know, that, that kind of song. Anyway, uh, it's Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN on a beautiful Wednesday in Western New York. And uh, so good to have you with us. So less than an hour ago, uh, just kind of curious. First of all, the world is in one piece. We're in no imminent danger, of which I'm aware, of uh, some kind of destruction. But the emergency alert system test on your cell phone, did you receive it? Is there anybody who did not receive it? You heard mine go off on the air. And I I told Tim Wenger uh, before I came on, I said, Tim, as you know, usually... I try to remember to turn my phone off before I'm going on the air. Sometimes I forget, which is super embarrassing. But I said, today I'm going to leave it on intentionally because I want to hear it when it comes over. And they said 2.20, and it came over at 2.18. I mean, really? Come on. If You know what? I'm sorry. That bothers me. If you say 2.20, why would you send it two minutes early? Do you, do you not, are you not in sync with the National Atomic Clock in Colorado? I've got two clocks at my house which are in sync with the National Atomic Clock. I know exactly to the second what time it is. And you know what the best part about that is? Twice a year when the clocks change, you stay up late and you can watch them go like a blender. It's really kind of cool. I get off on that um, very easily amused. So anyway, but... The uh, emergency alert system, Um, is is there a better way to get information out to people? First of all, again, if you're just joining us, I'm going to ask you a question I have not ever asked you guys. Do you want to know what the question is? Do you want to know what it is? I've never asked you guys this question before. On a scale of 0 to 10, How concerned are you that at some point in your lifetime or your children's lifetime, we are going to be attacked by Russia, China, North Korea, Iran, or some hostile foreign state with nuclear weapons? How concerned are you? Now, there's a number of ways to approach this answer. One of the ways is... Governments are nothing but shadows. Presidents are nothing but illusions. 
Congressmen are nothing but temporary placeholders. The real government is the invisible secret state government, and they're all in cahoots with each other all over the world. Call them the Illuminati, call them the secret state, call them whatever you want, but they're never going to let the world get blown up because there goes their money and their private jets and their you know yachts in the in the Greek islands. Okay, that that's one school of thought. The other school of thought, of course, and there are many in between, is that oh no, Tom, no no no, nations are nations. And nations will fight for their sovereignty and their independence and their borders. And if they detect an incoming strike on them, they're certainly going to not allow themselves to be obliterated before getting off a few of their own. Um, are you, do you at all think about this? Because I want to tell you something. Those of you who are 40 and under, see, you probably don't remember the country called the USSR. And this is this is one of the things that drives me, well, I have a lot of things that drive me a little bit batty, but one of the things that does is this idea that the United States of America will last forever. It's that strong. We're simply bond by unbroken, unbreakable knots and we're strong. And I call BS on that. Yeah, the Roman Empire, where's that today? Yeah, you're looking at him. No, that's from the Sopranos. The, the Roman Empire, the Greek Empire. Where, 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 where are they? Where's Egypt right now? Are they building pyramids? No, they can barely build indoor plumbing. So um, the idea that any nation is forever is—it's folly. It's baloney. It's magical thinking. The Soviet Union basically lasted from 1917 to the early 1990s. That's it. And by the way, I would also add that the United States has never been on particularly good terms with Russia, whether it was Tsarist Russia, Soviet Russia, until Boris Yeltsin and that crowd took over after the collapse of the Soviet Union. But then, because people have a big attachment to going back to that to which they are used um, to experiencing... Um, saved myself on that one, baby. But... Um, uh, I've said this before, the most, and you can look this up, this is a fact, this is what I spend my spare time looking up online, okay? It's not always ex-hamster and U-porn, okay? Um, tragically, Tanner knew exactly what I was referring to. But um, anyway, I don't see your hands anywhere, Tanner, and I'd be much, there you go, okay, thank you. Uh, but anyway, the... Um, Poor Tanner. He's just going to be a psychological wreck after this show. Um, but um, where was I? Uh, YouTube, uh, Pornhub. Um, I was going actually somewhere with that thought. Ah, yes. Uh, the United States has never particularly gotten along very well with Russia until the fall of the Soviet Union and a very pro-Western regime which took over. But then, guess what happened? Do you know who the most popular Russian leader in history of Russia happens to be right now, according to public survey after public survey after public survey in Russia, the most popular leader is, believe it or not, Joseph Stalin. I can't make this up. Joseph Stalin was responsible for the deaths of untold tens of millions of his own people. He used to get off 
by putting the Kulyaks, the, the, the larger farmers, in barges in the Volga and then sinking them and drowning people he thought were counter to the revolution uh, of, of the Bolsheviks because they wouldn't send their grain to Moscow to feed the burgeoning masses in the big cities, Moscow, St. Petersburg, Minsk, uh, etc. Um, but Joseph Stalin also... His NKVD used to be the Cheka, then it became the NKVD under Lavrenti Beria. Um, they unleashed what was known as the Great Terror against the Soviet people, the Russian people. And again, tens of thousands, if not a million or more people, were executed by Lavrenti Beria's NKVD. And those of you of Polish extraction are very well aware of what happened in the Katyn Forest, where the cream of the crop of the Polish military, the Polish clergy, the Polish uh, intellectuals were butchered and massacred by Stalin's NKVD. And they tried to blame the Nazis on it, uh, for it, and no, it was the Soviets who did it. And they finally came clean and admitted, yeah, we, we did that. And one other point I would bring up is that uh, Churchill, when talking about Lavrenti Beria, the head of the NKVD, which would be like, uh, like the CIA on steroids, they're a little more blatant than CIA. I mean, they just put a bullet in the back of your neck instead of giving you a fast-growing cancer. Uh, but anyway... I'm sorry, was that out loud? Anyway, um, despite all of those depravities of Joseph Stalin, Joseph Stalin remains the most popular leader today in Russia. And I think it's important to understand that when you are trying to figure out, well, what's up with Putin and the Russian people? And if you analyze it, I think you'll find that Putin is a lot more like Joseph Stalin than he was like than he is uh, like like Khrushchev or Malenkov or maybe not Lenin because he ordered the execution of the Romanovs. But my point is, for whatever reason, people gravitate to that uh, to which they are most familiar. And Putin reminds a lot of people of Stalin. And Stalin is like the most popular leader the Russians uh, have uh, referenced in public opinion surveys. So anyway, I don't mean to get too far into the weeds here on this, but... Uh, you know, I'm just I'm just kind of curious. Uh, is is nuclear war something that you spend a lot of time contemplating? And when I was growing up, and when you were growing up, you know, the emergency broadcast system, that tone, which I can't play legally, I cannot play the tone, even though it's an old tone. I can't do it, um, to the best of my knowledge and belief. And I'm not going to take the chance. It was a scary, like two tone thing, not Tommy two tone. It wasn't eight, six, seven, five, three, oh nine. It was a scary two tone thing that really got your attention. Now it's like the grinding of gears. It sounds like somebody struggling for a movement of the intestines, but, um, if you think about it, the, to me anyway, the emergency alert system in the event of a national nuclear emergency where incoming missiles are coming at us from Kazakhstan and everywhere else around uh, the former Soviet Union, okay, you've got 15 minutes. What do you do? I mean, really? Uh, you're not going to have time to go to school, pick up the kids. They're going to be on their own. Um, you, you might get lucky and be able to get a cell phone connection to somebody about whom you care, but what are you going to do? 
uh, it, it's I mean, to me there's there's nothing you can do, and our government has absolutely no provisions in place for the safety of the American people. Now. Does that mean that perhaps there's a shadow government that knows that all this defense spending is just a bunch of bull crap anyway because we're never going to use it because the the Illuminati are never going to let the world blow up? I don't know. I'm not privy to that kind of information and knowledge. Um, but for you listening, and I know that this isn't particularly pleasant to think about, but in, in the event of an actual emergency of that kind of national scope, um, my first reaction, I think, would be profound shock. My second reaction would be, well, you know what? We're all going to die. Just going to pick up the lawn chair. Just sit and wait for the flash, baby. Because what else are you going to do? What, I want to live in my basement for three years? And what, eat the spiders, which will probably grow to the size of crabs and then grow to the size of elephants because of uh, mutations genetically? You ever seen those animals around the uh, Chernobyl plant? They look like gremlins. They come with instructions and everything. Um, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Should our government invest money into civil defense? I don't think it ever is going to. We can't even find money to sink into improving infrastructure with water and sewer. You know why? Because it's not sexy. It doesn't get the headlines. No politician wants to say, hello, I'd like to introduce you to the new pipe through which your solid waste is going to pass. Yeah, vote for me. It's not a sexy thing. It's much sexier to say, look, a new convention center. Look, a new football stadium. Nobody wants to think about poo. Except apparently every other ad on the internet that I've been seeing lately is either about peeing out your blood sugar or about bowel movements. The internet is filled with, and I'm not even talking about German dungeon porn sites. I'm talking about legitimate music sites where the next ad is for Sweetwater music gear. But first I got to watch a hose squirting out um, its A1C urine, which makes me very jealous because it's like a racehorse. Anyway, um, 803-0930 is the uh, phone number. But look, getting back to the emergency alert system on a local basis, I think one of the great failures, and, and you may have some thoughts on this, uh, one of the great failures of the blizzard of 22 was the failure of federal agencies to request activation of the emergency alert system. One of the great failures of the blizzard of 22 was the failure of politicians, including people I consider a friend, like Byron Brown, and people like Mark Polinkars, who would like to light me on fire. Um, no, I, he would, seriously. He really he, he would hit me over the head with his acoustic guitar as soon as look at me. All right. And, and that's OK, because I'd at least break his E string, so, not his G string, but his E string. Uh, but anyway, um, not the thick one, the other one. Uh, so anyway. Um, and obviously, you know what I, I put I lump myself in the crowd of people to blame, along with the politicians. I should have been on a soapbox Thursday before the blizzard hit saying people at the Weather Service, why are you not requesting the emergency alert system? Mayor Brown, 
Why are you not shutting down the city at midnight? Mark Polinkars, why are you not shutting down the county at midnight? Where is the emergency alert system? And I should have been screaming my head off over that, and I did not do it. And I believe I was derelict in my duty. And I'm not looking for compliments. I'm not looking for people to absolve me uh, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm just saying I wish I'd have done that. Maybe it would have saved 10 lives. I don't know. Maybe people would have taken it seriously. Or there's also the chance that because, you know the boy who cried wolf? You might be the kind of person who, you every time you hear the emergency alert tones, you say, oh my God, this sucks. This is grating on my ears. Quick, let me, let me stream some Steely Dan from the phone. And then when you really need it, you don't listen because they test it too much. I think they test it too much. I think we have far too many tests on this radio station of the emergency alert system. And I think it desensitizes people to its importance. And the ironic thing is, when we most needed it to be activated before the blizzard of 22, nobody requested its activation. I didn't get the memo. I didn't get any uh, uh, email from NOAA saying, hey, we need your help here. We didn't. And they should have. Okay, I think a lot of people, including myself, dropped the ball the Thursday prior to the blizzard. And I also think that the emergency alert system tests are too frequent and they desensitize you to the importance of that tone. And it literally uh, becomes the modern day electronic equivalent of the boy who cried wolf. You may have some thoughts on this but apparently not. Now, you, you may have some thoughts on this. Let me give you the phone number because, I mean, look, I take civil defense very seriously, and I take your safety very, very seriously, probably more seriously than Biden, Trump, uh, Obama, Bush, anything else. 803-0930 is the uh, phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Um, I'm very, I've never done this topic. I really haven't, and it's kind of uh, propitious uh, maybe even serendipitous, I'm just like looking for big words now, uh, that uh, the test came out during the course of this program today. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Tanner Saunders is the man at Master Control, um, a phenomenal young man. He was born in the Finger Lakes, and he came west, young man, to western New York to earn fame and fortune, and tragically, um, as in a Greek tragedy, ended up working with me, um, the poor devil. It's back to Watkins Glen for Tanner. <laughs> so what was it? Was Watkins Glen Tanner? Corning, I'm from. Oh, Corning! That's right, the Corning Glass Museum. That's a for, that's a must on any list. You, you ever watch him blow glass? Yes, we would take field trips there for school, and they'd have glass blowing exhibitions. Wow, well, those jokes kind of write themselves. But uh, thank you, Tanner. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. 
Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Oh, I know why you're playing this. I know why you're playing this. Uh, because we're talking about the Man Liquor Carcano Rifle. And I kind of joked with David Bellavia. I thought Hall & Oates did a song about she's a man liquor, but actually, which would be a story about a gun, like happiness is a warm gun, but that was a metaphor. Uh, but uh, this is Man Eater and Hall and & Oates. And uh, by the way, you know, the song Hall & Oates did that I totally forgotten they covered was the Righteous Brothers, You've Lost That Love and Feeling. Um and, and Hall and Oates just did an amazing job on it. I don't think I've ever seen him do it live. For that matter, I've never seen him do Every Time You Go Away live, which they wrote, and Paul Young turned into a hit. And a lot of people don't even know there was a Hall and Oates song. And nobody really cares anyway. Uh, anyway, let's get to, to the calls on WBEN. Jim in uh, South Buffalo. Jim, we just had the emergency alert system test. And you know, t- tell me what you think about this. And by the way, Mark Polinkars has said, well, the EAS could be used during a blizzard. And frankly, I think, you know, I think he dropped the ball. I think he should have used it. He should have requested authorization to use it if he needs to get authorization from... Uh, an agency other than his own to request activation. Um, I think I should have been more um, forceful about saying, hey, guys, activate the EAS because this is necessary. Go ahead with uh, your concerns, sir. Uh, I happen to wake up at 3.30 in the morning. Uh, I go to sleep with the radio on. I've been listening to talk radio for 25 years. I go to sleep with WBN, uh, and uh, I woke up at 3.30 in the morning, and I got up right away. I, I wrote down notes, and uh, uh, this is like the scariest uh, topic you'll ever hear. And Chuck Norris also said, China has plans. They're getting their military ready. And I wish I tried to uh, call the radio station the next one. I tried to call uh, Coast to Coast. I, I want to get inform- more information. This is the most serious phone call you'll ever hear. Very scary, and, and Chuck Norrie said the same thing. He right. never, I presume you're talking about George. I presume you're talking about George Norrie from Coast to Coast, right. who took right. over from Art Bell. Okay, right, right. You know, I know to get some far-fetched topics, but this is super serious. He said China has plans between the middle of October this year or middle of October next year to to attack our country. So they're getting their military all ready. They're telling their citizens. And their plan is to, to hit us and hit us hard. I mean, in, in I, what in, in what way? Because uh, the the new warfare is not like the old warfare. So, what does George oh, Norrie yeah. foresee happening? Oh yeah, I mean, I I am on the internet quite a bit, and they said don't ever mess with the U.S. I mean, we got we got equipment that's unbelievable, and, and China does too. And their navy is much bigger than ours, but our aircraft we have far superior aircraft. And they say, like, the, the uh, Gerald R. R. Ford uh, aircraft carrier, they could wipe out, with on the Internet, they could, they could wipe out any country in 60 seconds. And the, and the 72 planes, the jet fighters, can uh, uh, destroy any country in one minute. Hard to believe. Sounds a little but, far-fetched uh, to me because uh, all, all it's going to take is uh, how many hypersonic missiles to hit an aircraft right, carrier, and we'll right. see how long the aircraft carriers afloat. Right. But it's, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've got six little grandkids, and you always worry about what's their future going to be like. And uh, uh, I, I, I wish the right authorities will really look into this. I mean, I mean, a lot of people, I talked to a lot of people about these topics, and we all heard about 
all this fentanyl. They said there's enough fentanyl to to kill 400 million. It's on the radio, 400 million people, right? We got 330 million people in our country. They it's, have enough fentanyl to kill every single person. It's uh, it's uh, evil uh, stuff. But okay, yeah. I mean, let, let's let's just backtrack, Jim. I mean, if we're are you talking about a Chinese invasion of the United States? Troops landing in New Orleans, troops landing in Tampa, troops landing in New York City. They'd be taking their lives into their hands. I must tell you. Um, I mean, we might actually look at MS-13 as the good guys then. But is that what he was talking about? A uh, World oh, War II oh, yeah. kind of scenario? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It went on and on, and, and they said they have plans. Um, because uh, I for the last twenty years I said, what if we can't pay the trillions of dollars back to China? Are they going to call note and hey, we want part of your country? They're already buying land here. They said they have plans on sending four hundred million. They have one billion three hundred million, uh, one point three billion. They want to send four hundred million of their population to our country, and 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 if it's no, uh, Mexico already beat them to it. Yeah, if if it's contaminated, they don't care because they want to get rid of the the elder population. And and 20 years ago, I heard they said uh, uh, they found documents at the turn of the century. They worry about they were worried at the turn of the century, early 1900s, about overpopulation and food shortages. Said we have to in the time capsule. They said we have to do something, even if we have to spread disease. Now AIDS came into into into. Uh, our, our lives, and now the the, the COVID, and, and and then there's there's a pop up on everybody's phone that uh, don't listen to this warning. It can activate something in our bodies with the COVID. I don't know if you heard that. It's, it's, that it's, it's uh, to be to be honest with you, I mean that sounds like absolute asinine conspiracy theory horse crap. Uh, uh, if oh, you yeah. want my brutally honest opinion, it sounds like a bunch oh, of oh yeah yeah. But but the thing is, I mean. They, there's thousands of satellites in the sky every day, thousands. Right, and there's also okay. Let's let's just okay. Let's b- b- before we get too far into this, you are aware that our coastline, the perimeter of the United States, is surrounded by a sonar device listening system, right? So if there were a whole bunch of Chinese or Russian submarines all converging on the coasts, we would know about it. You're you're aware of that, right? Oh, yeah, right. Okay, so a surprise attack uh, using submarines, for example, close to the coastline to launch preemptive strikes uh, probably isn't going to go very well for China. Secondly, can we think about the logistics for a moment? China to New York City is a long way around. China to San Francisco, a little more practical. China to the Aleutians and then down through Canada, a little bit more practical. But think about the supply chain that the Chinese would have to employ to invade the United States. Look at your studies of history. Look at what happened to Napoleon uh, going from Paris to Moscow. Uh, His army froze to death on the steps of Russia. Hitler and Stalingrad in the winter of 1942. Um, Winter and weather plays havoc with men, machines, and equipment. So I don't believe that what you're talking about makes any sense whatsoever. If you want to destroy the United States, there are two things you must do. Number one, destroy the Internet and communications abilities. And number two, uh, make sure there's no football on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's very, very uh, – they could hit our grid system and we're done. 
nothing's going to work. You know what I'm saying? Well, see that, but again, you know what? That goes both ways, Giggity, uh, because we can do the same to them. I mean, so if if, uh, mutually assured destruction acted as an effective deterrent during the nuclear Cold War, I think mutually assured electronic destruction may very well act as a deterrent for future Chinese aggression. Because they got to know, if they put an EMP over the United States, we're going to put an EMP over China. Correct. Right. But it's, uh, I wish, I wish uh, for, for our whole planet, our whole country, I pray every day for our country and, and the poor. You know, I, I feel sorry for, these, for a lot of these immigrants that are coming in our country, for the women and children. But all the criminals, they're emptying all the, all the prisons all over Venezuela and different countries, and they're sending them to our country. I mean, is our president, is our president doing the correct thing, letting all these criminals come in our country? Well, we might need them to fight the Chinese invasion you referenced. Um, you know, uh-huh. cannon fodder, you know, they'll fill a pit as well as any other. Um, sorry, that's from Shakespeare, actually. But anyway, uh, there was a Falstaff line uh, paraphrased. But, uh, no, anyway, um, I, I, I mean, look, Bellavia is in a much more informed position to comment on this. But I kind of think right. the—I I, I, kind of believe that the idea— of uh, massive armed World War II style conflict is a little outdated because as the great biology teacher at Kenmore East once told us back in the 1980s, the more complex an organism is, the easier it is to kill. And our electronics are so complicated and so interwoven and are such an integral part of our lives. You take away our electronics, we are going to go into a frenzy of mental illness because many people are addicted to their cell phones. You want to destroy America, take out the iPhone and the Android. You destroyed America right there. Right. But I just wish the right authorities and a lot of people are sent home. I wish they could do more research. I mean, it sounded terrifying what I heard Sunday night. Well, and that, and then they, they brought it up for a few minutes last night. He said the topics of Sunday were frightening. Yeah, but you know what? You know? Um, I, look, use your use your common sense. Use your common sense. China takes out the United States electrical grid. How does the United States retaliate? It takes out China's electrical grid. China attacks the United States militarily. What does the United States do? It launches its missiles. Right. So I, I really think it's kind of like a stalemate. And right. it, I, I, I don't, I mean, I hope that I'm right about this, as right as I was about you know, the right. Dolphins beating the Bills. But I, I hope that I am, am right about this. But again, getting back to the whole concept of mutually assured destruction, um, if I break into your house with a pistol to kill you, but I know you've got a pistol and you're going to kill me the minute I walk through the door, we're at, we're at a standoff. And I'm not going into your house to kill you. Uh, why? Because I know you're going to kill me too. So that kind of goes in our favor. And if you want to talk conspiracy theories, let's just say that every government in the entire world is a fraud and a sham. And the actual world is really run by corporations and mega billionaires who call the shots while government officials are transitory holders of places in government. And they don't want the world to blow up because, again, they've got yachts in Greece they like to get on and have naked parties. Right, but Tom, did you did you hear? Did you get a, a, a notice on your phone that if you if you uh, list, list this device, this uh, 
warning, uh, they said, shut your phones off. I know a lot of friends, I, I call them and say, Jim, shut your phone off. Shut it off between these few hours. Yeah, I, I, if, you, if you hear this. You know, you know there's look, there's a lot of, there, dude, there's a lot of misinformation out there. If you're going to tell me that the uh, emergency alert system on the cell phone triggered COVID, I, I'm just going to call BS. Well, you know, the thing is, when you, you, you know, there's, there, there's look dude there's a lot of lunacy out there you look use your common thinking use your critical thinking skills come on tones on a phone are going to trigger covid come on uh, yeah but you stop and think man is smart enough to put all these satellites in, in the air send them to, to different planets it's like the, in this world now anything is possible it's it's it's, it's scary and and it's it's uh you know we, we don't have the mindset and the knowledge to, to understand a lot of this. Well, to be it's, to be very uh, to be very honest with you, sir, what you're saying sounds like paranoid lunacy, and I, I apologize uh, if I, if you feel insulted, but that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, but it's not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not the only one that heard this. It, well, I, hey, I mean, uh, look, I mean, I mean you're it, you're you're talking uh, you're talking to a guy who is the world's foremost civilian expert on stealth personnel gear. I broke the technology, and I figured out who was doing it. And uh, I know a thing or two about that kind of gear. And I had to apply a lot of critical thinking skills to that investigation. I did. They worked. And they worked well enough that I got a three-hour sit-down with an intelligence agency wanting to know how I did what I did. And they were so blown away by what I did, it it was unbelievable. But anyway, I I thank you very much for the call. I mean, look, I mean, I, I I just, you know what, the more outrageous... What you are saying happens to be the stronger the evidence has to be to make your case. And eventually I got to the point where I could present photographic evidence that is uh, incontrovertible, like Adelaide Stevenson did of the Soviet missiles in Cuba in October 1962. So I went from being, we believe he's mentally ill, to be damned. He was right. So the EAS test went off today in your cell phone. Did it freak you out? Are you worried? I mean, I guess one of the questions that I have um, before we get into some other stuff, and I'm sure we will, but one one of the questions that I have is um, because of the frequency of the emergency alert system tests, do you even pay attention anymore? Because when I hear it, I'm just so used to it being this is a test. It's like, okay, it's always a test. Thank goodness. Um, and have I actually activated the EAS upon the request of the National Weather Service? Absolutely. When we've had tornadic situations in the area, when I've been on the air, um, I know I did on the other radio station. I may very well have done it on this station. But um, we need to, according to the FCC, we need to periodically test the emergency alert system. Always seems to happen on my show, by the way, if you've noticed that. Um, <laughs> but anyway... Uh, you got a test on your phone today, and my phone went nuts, your phone went nuts, and uh, you had a chance to hear it over the air. It's a little disconcerting, though, that they say 420, and it came over at 418. Like, I- I'm sorry, but do you guys not, are you not in sync with the uh, atomic clock in Colorado? Uh, how can you be two minutes off on such an important thing? That was a little bit, I'm sorry, humorous to me. Here's Mike in uh, Depew on News Radio 930 WBEN. Mike, hello. Yeah, how you doing, Tom? I was listening to your previous caller, and I, I, I appreciate where people um, receive their information relative to, for example, military encounters. 
which, by the way, happens to be my specialty in teaching in college. And unfortunately, the man is kind of, he's kind of putting forth ideas of fear which are just utterly inconsistent with the realities on the ground. By the way, Tom, your position is absolutely correct. And China has no capacity in which to attack the United States mainland, whether it be its strategic forces, its Navy, its Air Force. It is a military that is really just slightly larger than the U.S. military. China maintains a force of slightly over 2 million. The United States basically runs a force of about 1.4 million. Wars today are fought in the air. The logistics required to attack the United States is virtually it, it, it is insurmountable for them to achieve. Mike, I would like to I would like to continue this conversation without referencing the man in the high castle. By the way, I would like to um, uh, continue this after the news break, if that's okay with you, because I want to do your call justice. Because I, I I did find the other caller to be um, not particularly. Um, um, shall we say, um, realistic. So can we put them on hold, please, there, uh, Tanner? Tanner Saunders behind the glass at Master Control. It is, uh, and I appreciate the guy's call. I do, and I'm not trying to, like, make him sound like a fool or something. I just have a difference of opinion with him, which I think is based on fact. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.